<laughs> we are back due to popular demand. So many people tweeted at us. Hey, can you guys do your recaps of the challenge USA season two? Can you do it? Can you do it? Well, I'm back. I'm John Shidley Hill. And I am Sheldon Alexander, frantically changing one of the keys that I made a mistake on. Because this is episode 248, not 247. 248. Even better. Even better. And this is You Killed It, the podcast, talking about the challenge. Whew. It has been a minute, Sheldon. It has been. It has been. The Challenge USA Season 2, Episode 1. Again, you killed it, Episode 248. I got my numbers right, I think. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's a, it really has been a while. And as long-time You Killed It listeners know, you and I do not speak if we are not <laughs> in a podcast. There is no <laughs> communication. I had to send you a written letter to request permission Carry your pigeon. The podcast. Carry your pigeon. <laughs> um, yeah, and I mean, because it's been a while, you know, we got to remind people right off the bat, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, all that other fun stuff, wherever you're listening to the pod. That's how you support the movement. That is. That's how we keep bringing this stuff back because you, the people, want it to come back. And so we're here. Here we are. I got to tell you, as I was watching this first episode... And it's important to note, the premiere is being advertised as a two-part special where there's the first part was Thursday night and the second part is going to be on Sunday night. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Um, doesn't that make it just two episodes? Correct. Like, <laughs> Wait, why so are we spending mean, language? We're producing this as we're recording the pod live, which are normal. Classic us. Well. That's what we do. Wait, so does that mean we're recording... Sunday night or Monday morning for the next episode? Monday morning. Oh, Monday morning. Okay. Monday is going to be busy too. Oh my God. <laughs> what are we doing, Sheldon? We're deciding this on the fly while we're recording. Let's go. I'll, I'll say this. Our production levels are in mid-season form. Our levels of preparation. Correct. The, the other thing that I have to point out, and like mm -hmm. this is this is beyond first world problems. This is This is like the most minuscule niche issue i was so rusty at taking notes while watching a reality tv show <laughs> <laughs> and i also this is just like a writing thing and i'm i'm not doing this for a gag i mean may, if if our listeners want to laugh along that's fine but like i like i knew who six i thought i knew who six people were on the show and then as they like introduce people i'm like oh yeah i remember them i'm like mm -hmm. oh they were on the challenge before they're on the challenge usa they're on the challenge proper i don't remember this at all. <laughs> like i i don't know what happened to my brain since yeah. since the last time we did this i have forgotten so much about the challenge <laughs> like it's my brain is wiped <laughs> it was super interesting because it's been so long since we've done this since we've seen a season of the challenge that we were going to recap but we did it because of the people. Do you have comments here? I got a couple. Oh, hit me with people comments. who Lucas Wyatt, our, our guy, Lucas, asking, will you two be covering the new season of the Challenge USA? I'm missing hearing you two every week. Well, Lucas, your wish is our command. Doing it just Thank for you, Lucas. Just for you, Lucas. Uh, we got one here. Roxy says... Uh, Challenge USA season two this week. Are my boys back? The Hashtag... boys are back in town. <laughs> Just yes. for you, Roxy. Just for you. 
right? We're here. We're here. And I mean, the thing that is interesting about a new season of the challenge, you're right. It was super strange because so this recap, right? Like obviously nothing, no one gets kicked off. So this is basically like just an introduction to whom all of these folks are. Right. I don't think we even got introduced to everyone though. Like I'm looking at a cast photo right now mm -hmm. and like, some of these people did ju just did not say a word. So, yeah, very true. And that happens the weird every season, in fairness. Yeah, yeah. The thing that caught me off guard, though, I got to be honest. I'm, well, I'll be honest. There's a lot that caught me off guard this morning because I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to change this. I got to change this. Got to change this. Even as question for you, I put up the keys or the graphics for the people watching on YouTube. Again, don't forget to like and subscribe. Um put the the graphic here that says follow john at j chidley hill on instagram and twitter should i really change that to x is are we going with that is that a thing i just thought about that oh right my now god right like no that's, that's no. A, i mean i can't call it x hey are you ready for our first curse word of this new season of you killed it please fuck elon musk <laughs> I thought you were gonna go with uh I thought you were gonna go with Tupac. Fuck Elon in the click you claim. <laughs> <laughs> That's even better. That's oh, what I thought you were gonna go with there. I, I regret I, I like, regret not first going off. With <laughs> That's too funny. Um so this show though, right? We're getting a bunch of survivor people, a bunch yeah. of amazing race people, and big brother people. And it's funny how the people that we know from the challenge, there were a lot of times early on where I went, oh, yeah, that person was on Big Brother. Like, I watched them on Big yeah. Brother first because I totally forgot because I just think of Josh and Fessy and Polly as challenge people. Yeah. Totally forgetting. Oh, yeah, they did come from Big Brother. Was that weird for you, too? I Especially with Polly. Like, what struck me was at this point, Polly has been on more seasons of The Challenge than he has on Big Brother, right? Like, he's been on one or two seasons of Big Brother, but he's been on six, seven seasons of The Challenge. Oh, yeah, he's a vet. He's and it was vet. super interesting to see him, like, sort of revert back to being in Big Brother mode. Like, mm -hmm. like he did not gravitate towards the people who are being described as Challenge vets. Like the, that is correct. The six icons. Before we get into the blow-by-blow blow of this episode, though, there was something I just have to point out that is really funny. I'm going I'm to send it to you in our chat because it's a visual. Uh, I'm going to encourage all of our listeners. Uh, Variety.com has a article that came out. It uh, doesn't say the date, but they have an article titled The Challenge USA Season 2 Pit Survivor and Big Brother Champs Against MTV Legends Meet the Cast. Came out on July 11th. And I, I just want to point this out because they have this cast photo. And what's funny to me is what's going on with the blue team? So everyone's standing, like the red and blue are all standing sort of behind TJ. And then the green team is like up on a rock behind them. No okay. issues with how the red team and the green team are doing things. But Sebastian is the only person who's squatting. And then Fessy is clearly standing on a rock by himself. So he like his waist is at the like same level as Corey's head on the blue team. Like, why did they have the <laughs> tallest guy in the house 
standing on a rock. And like Sebastian's not like a short king, but he's not tall. Why is he squatting? Like, why didn't they do the reverse? Like, why isn't Sebastian standing on the rock and Fessy squat? Like, it's such to me, it's just classic Fessel. I'm trying to blow it up here. Is this oh, what, what a man if that is working? For those okay. of you watching on YouTube, we have it up on the screen now. <laughs> it what is, is going on, on with this photo? <laughs> it's it's just the blue team. No notes on the red team or the green team. TJ, always killing it. But Fessel, what are you doing, my guy? <laughs> like, yeah, he's standing on some rocks. I don't really know. But I guess because, like, to get everyone in the photo and have, like, some of the backdrop there, too, of the rocks, you know, to make it look cool and see where we're at. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a strange one. Because, but, like, the green team in the back, you can, like, barely see them. Yeah. So if I don't, you I don't look, know what they're going for. If you look between Tori and Alyssa S's legs, you can see that it's like a singular pile of stones or rocks or whatever that mm -hmm. Fessel is standing on. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. if if he stood like one foot to the left or one foot to the right, he'd be at a normal height. <laughs> like it's so weird. Yeah, there's really no need for that. <gasps> None at all. Oh um, my goodness. Yeah, the challenge, I mean, really. To me, one of the interesting things off the front end, who bats leadoff? Oh. They oh. gave Polly was the first person we're introduced to. I found that interesting. Mm -hmm. But then I realized that it was like, oh, okay, we're doing the thing where we're talking about big brother people. So it had to be, you know, you see Polly early, you see uh, Michelle early and Sebastian, right? Like Survivor, they're 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 big hit shows, right? And yeah. that's the reminder because we come in through this lens of the challenge. So the MTV people matter to us more. But through the lens of someone who's a Big Brother fan. And of course, this gets the slot. And this is where the TV execs come in, right? Because this show premieres right after Big Brother tonight and on Sunday. That's obviously where they're going to do the direct lead in. Oh, here's Polly. All these Big Brother people are going to know Polly, right? And then as you continue watching, then it's like, oh, yeah, Josh. Josh won Big Brother. I keep forgetting that. And this is where we're going to send the reminder. Because I know a lot of people that watch this pod, you guys watch Survivor. You guys watch Amazing Race. And normally you guys give us really good insight into things that we don't know about certain players that come from those shows. So once again, we'll always appreciate you guys reaching out and letting us know. Just little tidbits about, you know, if I remember last year on the Challenge USA Season 1, people, I think our guy LT for sure was one of them, but then we had other people write in to let us know what was going on with the cookout crew from yeah. Big Brother and how, like, that whole crew, their drama, you know, that gave us a little insight into, into what was going to happen coming up on this season. And so as we start here, as I mentioned, the biggest thing for us, for me anyways, was Polly and Josh, the bromance. <laughs> Can they rekindle their bromance pre so, War of the Worlds 2? This was so interesting. Having Polly arrive, I'm glad they let off with him because, first of all, no Kara. Like, Kara and Polly, still together, still a couple. That's a show. Still very happy. But, like, it's going to be so interesting to see him on this show because. You can call it toxic, you can call it not toxic, but they certainly had a dynamic. 
Correct. They certainly brought a kind of energy to the show as a couple. And like, she's not there. That makes a difference. And I also want to say it was like, I'm happy for her. Like, I don't think the challenge became a positive thing in her life. Like, I think, I think we talked about that before for sure. And I also totally forgot about the big Josh Polly blow up. Mm -hmm. Like this, I mean, they, it's also interesting. They hadn't seen each other in four years and like Josh said three years, Polly immediately corrected him. So like (laughs) same old, same old, but like so interesting to see though. And again, I totally forgotten about this dynamic about how, Polly kept saying that Josh was like a little brother to him. And I was like, man, you might like if 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 Polly wants to heal this, you might want to drop that. Like you might like that might have been part of the problem. Oh, yeah, definitely was. Right. And you see it all the time on this show as people try to figure out who they are on this show. And mm-hmm. so Josh comes on and maybe you are, you know, going under Polly's wing. He's someone who made the transition already from Big Brother to the challenge and so you're there but at a certain point your ego comes out because you're like no 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 i'm your little bro like first off i'm way bigger than you but secondly like i don't like i know what i'm doing in this game i have my own contacts now right in this game so the one thing though i want people to do or i would encourage people to do if you're watching this show right now and you like it or there are things that you feel like you're missing or you're seeing these flashbacks because i feel like the flashbacks to the challenge stuff where people are just screaming in 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 each other's faces that might make you want to go back and watch the actual show and i highly encourage you to do that because this version of the challenge we've been talking about this our longtime listeners know this version of the challenge it's a watered down cbs version the old school mtv challenge is still the king. I was talking about it recently on our DVP pod, shameless plug. But on that, we were talking about the top reality shows of all time. And like the old school challenge, you can't top that, right? Like that is apex, the top of the top of all reality TV for us because it combines sports and reality television. And seeing the fights, it made me yearn for that because remember the the best thing that i would love the most was the first episode of the challenge everyone gets in the house everyone's partying everyone's like sizing up the other teams everyone's sizing up maybe their uh potential showmances there's some alcohol that might be involved there's some music that might be involved and we don't really get any of that in this challenge usa no, there. It's much more competition based. Like it's much more like this is a game show. Yeah, and well, again, this is such a weird perspective that you and I hold because we're taking notes and like we're probably more keyed into like the timing, like the runtime of a show. Yeah, but this, like, sure it was an hour time slot, but really when you subtract ads, it's forty five minutes, mm-hmm. and then like when you you know, put in the like wide shots of like panning the scenes and stuff. Like there's not like a lot of meat on the bone. You know what I mean? So the people watching the show, you got to be coming in with your viewpoints of these characters already to add more of the drama. Like 
we know the whole Fessy, Michelle, Tori, uh, whom I, Amanda, mm-hmm. kind of, I was going to say triangle, but that's four people, which would make it a square. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing great, Shelly. Right? Adjusting on the fly here. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, we know how hilarious that whole background is. But if you're just watching this for the first time, they allude to it, but you don't really get it. Like where you see my man's fessy, he had his, you know, his confessional where he's talking about, oh yeah, Amanda's here and Michelle's here. He's like, yeah, I've kind of had showmances with a bunch of people here, but I hope we can focus it sometime. Like I just laughed because it's, you know, the rebrand of Fessy He's trying to tone himself down here. And I, I find that hilarious, but the average viewer might not know. Well, EG Fessel. Uh, yes. I was and, curious, just like on a gut reaction, who were you most excited to see and why? Who is I most? I, this is going to sound weird, but it's Amanda. Just because I haven't seen Amanda on the challenge in so long. And Amanda is great reality TV. She's funny. She is what makes the dynamic of this show what it is, right? Because not everything is about, you know, the strongest person. Um, She's scheming and trying to make plays. But then she'll also just have moments where she's like, fuck it. And we'll tell you about yourself. And I like that. I think that's funny. Um, Yeah. And also, I got to say, Wes. Yeah. Right. Like Wes definitely seeing Wes just makes me laugh because he's a great reality TV character. He is, he can be whatever the show needs. If the show yeah. needs some comedy, he can provide that. If you need brute strength in a challenge, he can provide that. You need someone to solve a puzzle for you, he can provide that. You need someone to be a shit disturber, Wes can also do that too. So seeing Wes, like he is just, He's he's West. That's the only way that I can really like sum that up because he's hilarious. He's the best. Great to have him back. I agree with both those. I also I've forgotten that she had been on the Challenge USA, but I was excited to see Desi back. Yes. Oh, because <laughs> yes, <laughs> the, because I'm laughing she... at my own reaction. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, it's early. it's early. You you are correct on your excitement. <laughs> But also, <laughs> I was excited uh, because I forgot how I can't even remember his name. The meow meow, the old Enzo. guy Enzo. She'd really been screwed by Enzo's like tapping out, mm-hmm. and I'm excited to see what she can do without Enzo. My my childish giggle was because I reverted back to my like teenage years, just thinking of Desi. <laughs> but like Desi is gorgeous like beautiful 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 but also like a really good person and good character on yeah. the last season of the challenge and smart and so super smart super great player great strategy and i remember like until they showed the quick clip of what happened to her at the end of the challenge usa season one you make it all the way to the final and you have to swim to shore and your man's Mr. Meow Meow is just like, I can't do it. And just quits. And I remembered instantly. I was like, Oh yeah. I remember feeling so bad for Desi because what a way to go out and get eliminated in an episode, in a season of the challenge in the final. And it's like, Oh, Desi, I I was instantly rooting for Desi and her team, whoever she was picking. 
instantly as soon as that started. That's who Me I was too. riding with. Me too. Um, I also, there's a few other people like, cause we're not going to be able to go over everyone. I was excited no. to see Corey back. Yeah. Love Corey Warden. Um, mm-hmm. Again, like so out of touch with the challenge because it's been so long. Uh, forgot that Tori was coming off of a victory with my guy Devin. Well, that's because that last season was a weird one, right? In the last, sorry, not the last season, the last final was a weird yeah. one, right? Because remember, um, my, what was my girl's name that got hit in the face with the the her, slingshot? Her, her face exploded. Yeah, remember, and they had to. Uh, basically, I mean, they had to finish the challenge with or Olivia. finish the final with out one team. Yeah. yeah. Um, and f- uh, the guy that Fessy basically called his like bootleg version <laughs> of himself that what's my guy's name? What was Olivia's partner's name? I'm sorry. I'm putting you on the spot, but <laughs> I just remembered because Fessy kept Fessy was like, trying to hook up or something was going on with like him and laurel him and michelle and then when they couldn't talk to fessy they then moved on to talk to olivia's partner who and horacio horacio how could i forget horacio but horacio and olivia probably were the favorites to win right and you know olivia just kept getting hurt multiple times over and they ended up having to quit in the middle of the elimination and i think the very end of that final made it kind of a letdown. And I think that's why you and I both forgot. I was like, oh yeah, Tori won that last season. Cool. I guess Devin's still just resting on his dub. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, the $250,000 though, to win this season, that's a pretty good come up. I, I was... There's one person who I feel is conspicuous by their absence. I would love to see CT on this show. I am kind of surprised CT isn't on the show, but maybe, you know, for certain people, the price, the price of the bricks gone up. Right. And like, sorry, that's a wire reference. And I just realized that mad people watching this probably like, what does that mean? Uh, Um, I think you're okay. I think you're doing okay. But the, what what it means is just it probably costs too much to to get them to come on, right? Probably, but like, I mean, I assume Johnny Bananas gets the pay paid the most for an appearance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then CT and Wes and Tori's got to be up there. Tori's got to like, be up there at this point. They've been boosting Tori the last few seasons for sure. But I but think about it this way, right? If it's if you have a like a salary cap in whatever sports league. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna pay Johnny Bananas a max, you probably can't afford two max players. You know, you kind of yeah. got to spread that out a little and yeah. bring on like John A. No disrespect, but like just like lesser challenge people, like Amanda, for example. Right? Amanda's not at the forefront of like a challenge vet, you mm-hmm. know, like iconic player, but she's still someone that brings the headlines, right? Someone that people know. So I thought that was interesting. What my question to you though? Sorry, no, go on, go on. I'll let no, you. no, ask your question. I was just going to move it along. Ask your question, please. Where are you with Josh? Like just seeing Josh, what did that make you? How did that make you feel as someone who consumes a challenge? My heart sank like immediately. Like I was immediately like, hmm. And like he, I want to, I want to give him 
Like, I want to see him with fresh eyes. He says he's healthier, and I'm curious what that means. Like, if it means physically, mentally, what. But, like, I realize about myself just in general in life, like, panicky, anxious people I have a really hard time with, and that's Josh. Like, his reactions are so big. Like, so they use the hopper, which is this, like, lotto ball style yep. random generator to pick who the three team leaders are going to be. Josh is the first name selected, and he has, like, a meltdown of excitement. I'm like, oh, I forgot, like, how taxing it is to have Josh on your screen. Like, he is so much mm -hmm. all the time. He is extra, right? He is he the is king extra. of doing too much. Um, the outfit changes. Like there are a lot of confessionals. You could tell that were taped at different points of the season because the outfit changes occurred a lot. And I want to say Josh and Polly definitely yeah. doing too much. Like, yeah, well, Polly, Polly's coming with fits, <laughs> which like, one of the one of the notes I have here is what's the temperature in Croatia? Because like some people look cold. It's true. Some people look warm. Like Polly's wearing shorts, but like a fur vest mm -hmm. thing. Like he looks like a wolf boy of some sort. You like mentioned he, Croatia. Yeah. I'm gonna take us on a tangent here. I'm sorry. Great. But Croatia made me think of so as you know, which we haven't even broken down yet, but I went to Spain in the beginning of June. Yeah, and we did like a big guys trip. We were able somehow able to corral ten guys to go to Spain for a week, and like we had this whole night where we set up to figure out where we were gonna go. We did this like just after Christmas in terms of plotting out where we we're gonna go. I bring this up because Croatia was second on our list, and this mm. is after we did like a full like you know blank screen. Let's write down what are the options, what are the choices, what matters to everyone, and weeded out all these places. And Croatia was actually number two. So every time now I see that and have that come up, it's in my mind like, oh, Croatia would be dope. And so when TJ popped up and said, we're back in my favorite place in the world, Croatia, I'm like, I knew there was something about <laughs> Croatia that spoke to me. It's my guy, TJ Lavin. It was great to have TJ back in my life, too. Very much so. Um just in broad strokes, what did you think of these teams? Okay, so right away, <laughs> the teams. Josh <sighs> Josh had a chance to really have a, a, a great team, but I just didn't understand his strategy at all. Like, he picked John A first, which is just wild. Like, I don't understand that at all. And that's not even a knock on John A. I just don't know if she's the first pick that you're going to make when picking your teams. Like that doesn't, that I think was just weird to me. I think they, in small fairness to Josh, I think they had to pick someone of the opposite gender to start. That's cool. But that said, I'd take Tori over John A. There's a lot of other females that I would have, there's a lot of other women that I would have taken over John A. But, and that's not even a knock on her. It's just like, what are we doing here? It's just weird, mm -hmm. but good mover. I think that team red flag, which I think is definitely the name of this episode. Great yes. nickname. Great nickname. And like kudos to friend of the show, Michelle for coming up with that. Oh, how have we gone this long? 27 minutes without me just 
professing my love for Michelle and how happy it made me to see Michelle back on my TV screen. Michelle, welcome back. And this is me extending to you just my best wishes on this season of the challenge. I hope that you win this season and have a great time and just, you know, shove it in all the haters faces and just do what you do, Michelle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is very big of you, Shelly. Um, yeah, Team Red Flag, their fatal flaw is clear that they have way too many egos. Yeah, I feel like they're trying. They're not trying to win this season of the challenge. They're trying to win like an Emmy for best reality show within yeah. their own team. Because there's no way, like you pick Johnny Bananas and Polly on the same team. Like, come on, man. And like, Michelle. What are you trying to do? And, and Michelle. Josh. Yes, yes. That is for like, maybe not egos. Like, I don't think, like for all of his flaws, I don't think of Josh as egotistical. It's just I big personalities. Him, yeah, big personalities. And Josh and Michelle are emotional players. And you know what? Polly is egotistical and emotional, right? Like yeah. he clearly, like it's a good thing that, uh, oh, blanking. What's the British guy's name that he hates? See, this is what I'm talking about. I've forgotten so much. Josh hates who? Josh no, hates Polly hates. Oh, Polly hates everybody. Oh, you mean uh, um, Kyle? Kyle. It's a good thing Kyle wasn't on the show, or else like Polly would be like going nuts. Like Polly wouldn't be able to hold it together. Yeah, Team Red Flag, that was just a huge, like, again, I didn't understand Josh's draft strategy, but I will say, got to give shout out to Cassidy, because even though, as I said, I was rooting for Desi, right, right away, Desi's a captain, and I don't even know if I liked the decision, like, I wouldn't want to be a captain, that's too much heat, that's too much spotlight on you early in the season, but I thought uh cassidy did a really good job and right off the bat i thought it was smart like she picked Corey first right mm -hmm. but i thought the smarter thing was she was able to get fessy super late which was great value to get fessy super late and even at the very end i had to i wrote down the guy's name the guy from survivor that came in second um yeah he was like maybe like the last person just put on her team as they were like randomly, you know, selecting at the end because you have to have a certain number of challenge vets. Right. Mm -hmm. But I was saying like her team was built perfectly to win these early challenges. Cause you have like just brute strength, like big dudes. Cause you know, we know we've seen the episodes of the challenge. You know what one of the first episodes is going to be, it's going to be a lot of running and a lot of carrying stuff. Right. And it's a race somewhere. So you need people to handle that. And I think in terms of draft strategy, Cassidy did definitely do the best job. And I'm saying that before seeing what actually happened in the episode. Yeah. 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 Um, <clears throat> I agree with what you said. Uh, I thought the green team and the blue team well drafted kind of surprised that Johnny bananas went so late. Like, big personality, but, like, a proven winner. And, like, mm -hmm. the problem is, I guess, if you have him on your team, you're playing his game. But still, his game is has a proven track record, <laughs> right? Like, I think he's, he's going to get you to the final five episodes of the season. I also think it's important, too, to take some of those challenge vets because they have an understanding of some of these games. 
Yeah. Right. And just yeah. like the strategy behind it, because we talk about the difference, right? Like survivor is more so the strategy and the voting and the politicking behind the scenes, right? Big brother, same thing. And it's backyard games. This challenge USA is trying to do basically what big brother and survivor is, but just on a way bigger scale and replacing the backyard games with like grown ass, like real games. Mm hmm. And I think that it's a bigger advantage to have bananas who, I mean, probably messed up his team in this challenge, but in most instances, he will be good for you to have in terms of the strategy. And that part, I think bananas had the right idea. So I'm not knocking the concept because really he screwed over his team at one point when they were, I think they were in second and they tried to race ahead of the blue team, which was the right idea. But they just didn't have the bodies to be able to actually lift the wagon. And it ended up tipping over. And that ended up struggling. And they just end up losing at the end. But I think you need to have vets on your squad. And, and Bananas did go super low. Because the biggest thing, correct me if I'm wrong, wouldn't you want to have the vets? Because they also, if things go wrong, the target should be on their back, not yours. Well, every team had to have two challenge vets. That was mm -hmm. one of the rules that they sort of ADR'd in uh, with yeah. <laughs> with uh, TJ. But like, yeah, it was just it was interesting to see how quickly Josh is like, yeah, no, I'm going to bring all, I'm going to put kerosene on this fire, mm -hmm. and like, it also shows how, in my opinion, he hasn't really matured enough to see that like. Josh, like, be who you are, like, emotional, like, big ups, big downs. But, like, if that's who you are, then recruit a team that has people who are more chill. I mean, like, get yeah. complimentary pieces to your personality, right? Um, so the very first competition, the yeah. first challenge, if you will. Oh, I, we're skipping over something, which I think is important. Almost immediately, people who have been on the challenge previously, most of them are like, well, we're forming an alliance, <laughs> like cross team, like just like off the hop. We're like, you've got uh, Tori, Amanda, uh, Fessel, Corey, and Josh, those five already working in tandem. Mm -hmm. I think they haven't brought in Bananas and Wes, but I think that like those two with their own agendas will like work in concert. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, I think it, I think it's going to be across the board. Um, so the first challenge is storm the, ca excuse me, storm the castle. It's pretty easy. Each team has to carry two statues of challenge greats <laughs> up a mountain with two stops along the way. At each stop, they have to memorize, or like along the way, they have to memorize icons. If you memorize the icons in the correct order, it uh, gives you numbers, which unlock a padlock, which gives you an advantage. The first one is that you get a wagon. The second one is that you get to cut the bases off of your statues, so they are significantly lighter. Uh, what did you think of this competition? I thought it was cool, and it's a classic just opening challenge events right you see it all the time it's some form of an endurance race and something that will involve you your full team working together and it was interesting to see what the strategy would be in terms of the assigned roles 
and you know having your strongest people kind of carrying the bigger part of the statue at the back and then the other people at the front to support it and then you had people along the way whose job it was strictly to just memorize the icons and I can't lie. I was a little heartbroken when when Amanda so quickly <laughs> just forgot and like had the wrong combination and basically lost it for her team. Yeah. Right? Like that's what happened there, right? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Uh I think <laughs> that it's fair to say that's what it boiled down to is that Amanda fumbled the bag mm-hmm. uh for the green team and then it came down to the red and the blue team as to who was going to win and it just like it was that easy well you had fessy and you had Corey, and if you go to the history of the challenge like how many dudes are bigger and stronger than those two right like it's a short list in terms of the challenge um at least like you know the latter portions of it right like not going back too far but those two dudes pretty good people to have on your squad Blue team ends up winning, but what were the ramifications of winning and losing? So the winning team gets to uh, basically, they didn't use the word nominate, which is weird, but they nominate two people based Mm -hmm. off of a vote, a man and a woman. Mm -hmm. And then the other two teams, the people, the teams that did not win on an individual basis, they have a secret vote to mm-hmm. vote people in and then what happens is all the ping pong balls that they put in to vote are entered into the hopper so like basically it's an odds game yep tj pulls the ball out and if he pulls a male name they go up against the man that the winning team nominated if he pulls a woman she goes against the woman that the uh winning team nominated so this is where it gets interesting. Like this, this is the key issue is that you get to vote in secret. You can vote for anyone on any team. Mm-hmm. And finally, I guess you have to vote on the, from the losing teams, right? Uh, yeah. 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 The you winning team safe. Yeah. The winning team safe. And yeah, you can vote for anyone and like your team, other team, yeah. whatever, all bets are off and it's anonymous. Yes, for now. We know that's going to be a twist at some point, right? Especially when right off the bat we see the red team, team red flag turning on each other and John A and someone else. Was it Amanda? Yeah. No, right? Voting for Michelle. And it's just like, no, Amanda's on another team. She's on the green team. She's on the green team. But it was John A voting for Michelle, which is hilarious because obviously the math, you can calculate it and see the votes and you realize, wait a second, how did how did that turn out? Someone on my own team voted for me already? So that's hilarious. And that will obviously be drama going forward. And I can't wait to see how all of that plays out. But the other part that I'm glad that Michaela brought up was there is a strategy to be used if your friend ends up being one of the bottom two people selected. And that would be, Hey, my girl Amira's in, I don't want her to go in. So I'm just going to get people to vote for guys. Because if you throw in more guys into the hopper, then there's a bigger chance of it being a male elimination versus a female elimination. Great little strategy. Also interesting to see how well that plays out. 
Very, very smart strategy. Um, I really like this twist, um, mm -hmm. especially in light of the fact, and I think this is interesting. So when the blue team has their nominations, everyone, I mean, Tori's a little blatant about it, but like the the people on the blue team sort of go along with yeah. with the idea of like, yeah, no, let's not vote the challenge vets in to the point that in confessional, Wes is like, what are you doing? You're supposed to vote us in. Like, we are the obvious targets. When they gave the reveal, right, of who were the two votes, you saw Amanda and Wes turn the corner, and they're both like, wait, what? <laughs> like, yeah. How did you not pick us to go in? And the whole reason for that was just right in front of us. You could see how forceful the vets are when it comes to elimination time, when it comes to making the big time decisions, as it was Tori, Corey, and Fessy basically made all the decisions and everyone just went ahead with it, despite the fact that you have more numbers in them. Right. Yeah. So, like in your crew, in the blue team crew, there's more non challenge vets than there are challenge vets. So, why would you just go along with them blindly? So, I feel like that's a dynamic that will flip on its head because there's, all these other big brother and survivor people have to turn around and realize, whoa, 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 whoa. We need to be getting out bananas. We need to be getting out West. We need to take out these challenge people. And I think that's going to happen. A hundred percent. We, we brushed past it. So I just got to circle back when the challenge veterans, Tori, Josh, Corey, Amanda, Fessel are all discussing their alliance. My line of the episode is Josh is sort of telling everyone how it should be. And Tori goes, you're not good at this game, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Which is such a brutal takedown, but yeah. I also loved it. Um, I find it so interesting. I'm trying to find what my line of the episode is. And I was also trying to write you something in the chat as well at the exact same time. So neither of those things worked because... Yeah, I was trying to do both at once and accomplish neither. But I will say my line in the episode was Wes's introduction to the episode or to, I guess, the CBS audience, we'll say, if, if that if that makes sense. And uh, Wes comes in, and normally what I do with my notes, this tells you that I am rusty. Normally what I do with my notes is I'll type them out, but I'll have things bolded. Mm -hmm. So now when I need to go back and find what I need to find, I can easily find it. So here we are. When Wes and Bananas pull up on the Sea-Doos, right? Yeah. Wes Which, by gives the way, a, was a great entrance. It was pretty cool. I wondered, too, if they knew that's how they were going to be introduced. Because um, I want to say Tori and whoever she was on with, it might have been John A. I can't remember. It was John. But th they looked like they were dressed for not see doing right. Yeah. Like <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny, but Wes comes in and he says, hi, I'm Wes and I'm paraphrasing, but he said, I got my start on the real world and then went on to have an illustrious career on the challenge. I had to recently move into a mansion though, not because I needed a bigger house, but because I needed room for all my trophies. <laughs> was that like, was a Wes. good line. Well done, Wes. Well done. Glad to see you. happy you're back. That is my line of the episode. Shouts to you, Wes. Um, it's sort of hard to say who killed it this episode. 
I think we killed it for bringing back the pod. Oh, and I think okay. that our well, fans killed it this morning. Our, no, I think our fans killed it in terms of, you know, hitting us up in the messages, hitting us up to send little reminders, send little, you know, we need the vibes back. We need the you killed it vibes back. And, you know, I think that we should applaud our audience and ourselves for bringing the band back together and, and getting us up early on a Friday morning to recap the challenge USA. I do want to ask you though. I got, I got some more time. I know I said I had a hard, uh, out time, which no longer exists. So we got a little bit of time here, but I want to ask you, who do you think after episode one, who is your favorite or who are you rooting for? Maybe that's the way we'll put it. Who are you rooting for to win said season of the challenge USA? Season My two. loyalties immediately lie with the challenge people, like the challenge vets. So I'm going to say Corey and Amanda. Ooh. Because neither of them have ever won. I feel like maybe, and I don't want to say the watered-down version of the challenge, but in this version of the challenge, I feel like they might excel. And I also appreciate that they both have kids. Like, they, I mean, I don't want to hear the... Like, I'm here for my kids' speech, but also, like, I do recognize that they have responsibilities. Yes. Uh, and, you know, money would help with those responsibilities. So that's 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 uh, who I think will win, hoping to win. How about you? I'm rooting for Michelle. I want Michelle to win this season of the challenge. You're laughing at the look on your face. I'm being serious. I'm trying to make amends with our friend, Michelle, my friend, Michelle. I would like her success to occur on this season. And I feel like if she just remains focused and stays away from Fessy, I mean, Laurel isn't around. I think like this could be Michelle's time to shine. And I'm not even doing a bit here. I genuinely would like to see Michelle do well. And 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 i would like to say that even after our twitter spat from the last season of the challenge i have no issues with michelle right like we honestly thought that michelle was just she had her moments of doing too much and we saw it already where it's not just us john a says before she came on the show west told her stay away from michelle and the the clip that they cut of michelle in that little breakdown was of her kind of trying to play both sides because she's going to do the whole, oh, I'm with the challenge people, but I'm also with the survivor people. And you can't do that. No. But that's what she's going to try to do. And I hope that she realizes sooner rather than later and puts that behind her. She can bring a championship home. And then we could talk about it on the You Killed It pod. That'd be ideal. Um, how can the good people find you on social media? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Shell Alexander and on Instagram at Sheldon Alexander. You can find me on Twitter and threads Ooh. at J. Chidley Hill. Um, the, sorry. One other thing I was going to say that I should be plugging as well is that, you know, wherever you're listening to this pod, whether it's on Spotify, whether it's on Apple, um, whether it's on YouTube, we just want to say thank you because we appreciate you listening to us blab on about literally whatever for an hour each week. And we are happy to do it. You know, like 
all the talk beforehand and like, oh, I got to wake up early and do this. That all goes away once that record button hits. And John's <laughs> face pops up in front of me. And we could see that. And that just, you know, brings a smile back to my face. But we do this because if the people didn't message us to be like, hey, bring the pod back. I don't know if we would have brought the pod back. So we do appreciate it. We do read the comments and we will do the same thing we've done in previous seasons where we read people's comments each and every week. So feel free to send us your thoughts and your takes as well, wherever it is that you're getting this pod, bless us with a like, bless us with the retweet. You're watching this on YouTube, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button on Twitch as well. I forgot I put this up on Twitch. Just support the movement. That is a, you killed it pod. It's a like costs you nothing. It's free. Uh, and until Monday, <laughs> this was You Killed It. We should figure out what we're recording the next episode <laughs> of You Killed It.